Welcome back to the Cap Rack. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by Sam Meehan. It is Wednesday, February 17th. We're back with more college basketball picks for you today. Uh, yesterday, huge day from the model. The first of uh, hopefully many undefeated days against the spread. We went 10-0 and yesterday, which is pretty freaking crazy. I mean, the totals, we weren't as fortunate to go undefeated, but I think we, yeah, we were 4-6 and six on the total yesterday, but 10-0, and so a very big money-making day from the model. We got wins on Purdue, Tulsa, Georgia, Oklahoma State, Maryland, Northwestern, Connecticut, St. John's, Dayton, and Arkansas, all against the spread. Um, you don't have to check that. They all hit, I promise you. Sam, <laughs> how you doing today? Oh, feeling terrific. You know, up some some good units from yesterday. So I'm going to ride that into ride that uh, this good fortune in, into today. I hope so. I mean, last night I was looking at this model and I'm just like, as games end, I just put them in because I like tracking and I'm like addicted to that. And I want to see the results like immediately and I'm, I'm starting to put them in. And I'm just like, all right, there's a win. There's a win. There's a no win. There's a yet. win. <laughs> Dude, we, there was a point where it was like later in the night at, about, at a, probably like nine o'clock. And I look and we're three games away and it's Northwestern, it's Dayton. And it was, um, I don't remember who else we were waiting on. Probably St. John's. St. John's. Yeah, because that was a later game. So then the Dayton game's in like double, double OT. It's down to the wire every <laughs> single time. And I'm like, just please cover the three and a half. Just please cover the three and a half. So they cover. Then St. John's was like blowing out Butler the entire day. Um, they close it out. Or Xavier, rather, not Butler. And then uh, to put the uh, cookie on top, Northwestern came back from like a 20-point deficit and ended up covering. <laughs> so, I mean, cool. We'll take it. Today, though. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks, I believe. Yeah, seven picks. Six of them are within the zero to one edge range. That is very profitable, above 60% for us. Then we're going to move into one that's probably like in the high 50%, uh, between one and two for a favorite, and that's going to be on Loyola Chicago. Um, we can start in that game. The model. Might as well. Yeah, might as well do it and go down, and then we can touch on the rest of the stuff. Cool. All right. All right, so Valpo visiting Loyola Chicago. We have Loyola at as a 20 and a half point favorites, 127 and a half on the total. Model likes a blowout win of 77 to 55, 21.8 points of margin there, uh, giving us 1.32 points of edge. Now, when we're betting between this uh, little bracket here, we're 39 and 27 at 59 percent. So we like that. That's big. Um, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of Loyola Chicago. But what I, when I did see them play, it was against 19-0, uh, 19-1 Drake a couple weeks ago or last week. Uh, they ended up handling them as three-and-a-half-point road favorites. Um, Valpo's not that good. Now Loyal is at home. Much bigger spread. Sam, what do you think here? Yeah, we've, we've seen this uh, in this season already with, with uh, Loyola being big favorites over most of their conference, and they're still posting a nice 13-6 uh, and six record against the spread. Uh, last time these two teams played was at Valpo. Um, Loyola Chicago won that game 75 to 39. That is a 36 point differential for those uh, for those at home. Um, so yeah, I think they're going to beat the hell out of uh, Valpo tonight. They're just they're 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 a hell of a team. They're not just like you know a good mid major team. They're a good basketball team in general. And they're you know wouldn't be surprised to see them in the second weekend again come uh, come the tournament. For sure. All right. So book Loyola Chicago minus 20 and a half. Let's move on we, to Nebraska. We at, spread this big. Say it again. I don't think we've ever done a spread this big, like I as a pick. 
Let's see. Um, That's a peg at least. Statistics when the spread is. Uh, we have 22 games logged with a spread of greater than 14 and a half. So I can't really dive in, but I think you're probably right. Um, all right, next game of the day, Nebraska-Maryland. This is part of a back-to-back. They played yesterday. Um, just to reference that, the spread was 9.5 yesterday, 135.5 on the total. Maryland ended up winning that one 64-50, so it stayed under. Maryland got the cover. Now the adjusted line today is 10.5 for Maryland, so they pump, they bumped it up a point there, and the total moved down three points to 132.5. Now our projection yesterday was 64-75. to 75. Our projection today is 64 to 75. Obviously, the decimals are a little different because they played and the game stats yesterday are in there. But um, obviously, the model is a computer. It's going to be consistent. So we're going to pick Maryland once again. Um, They're playing back-to-back days. We've seen in the past that I feel like back-to-backs tend to kind of go similarly to the first time, most of the case. Um, Obviously, you have your outliers. But we're predicting the very same as yesterday. We have to cover a single point higher. Um, but they covered by a comfortable five yesterday. Sam, break this one down for us. All right, so Nebraska is not good. Maryland is solid. You know, they're, they've played a lot of solid teams this season, and they're generally pretty competitive with, with you know, the, the elites of the Big Ten. Yep. And Nebraska, to put it nicely, have not. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a similar thing to yesterday. You know, 11 points. You know, it might be a bit much, but Maryland at home, Nebraska stinks. Let's take it. Simple as that. It. All right. Um, yeah, that's 0.78 points of edge there on the 10.5-point spread for today on Maryland. And we're going to go to the next game out to the Pac-12. We have Arizona State visiting USC. USC are 10-point favorites, 146 on the total. Model is looking at a 77-68 to 68 win, uh, 9.2 points. That's going to bump us into the 0-1 and one bracket um, on an Arizona State plus 10 the line actually was Arizona State plus 10.5. It now bumped down this morning to plus 10. So money must be coming in on the dog, and I feel like rightly so. Um, even though the model says Arizona State, just based off the eye test and just kind of me picking with my gut, I would say Arizona State with a free 10 points in a Pac-12 where these conference games among the teams that are pretty good or tend to be pretty close, I would say you take the 10 points. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a little scary for me. Um Arizona State has not been great this season against the spread. They're a nice uh, three and thirteen. Yikes! But uh, you know it's. <sighs> but you know USC can play some, can play some tight games against maybe some teams they should have blown out. So, um, yeah, ten points is a lot, is a lot of points on a Pac-12 game. So yeah, I'm a big fan of the USC State. team this year. Mm-hmm, so they're I. really good. Like they're really good. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to ride with a Arizona State team. Hopefully gets us a hefty cover. Just got to keep it close. You can go down 15 at whatever point in the game you want. You can keep it close all you want. Just don't blow it at the end or slip in the back door if you have to. That's all we ask. Yeah. It's not too much. Um, okay, next game, another one I really like. Um, Kansas versus Kansas State, minus 13 in favor of Kansas, the road team, uh, 135 and a half on the total. We have a 77 to 63 projected Kansas win. That's giving us 0.74 points of edge there on the spread for Kansas. Now, Kansas State, I'm going to go back to your method of explanation from the previous game or two games ago, the Nebraska-Maryland one. (laughs) Kansas State, not very good. Kansas, 
pretty good. And I feel like we have some uh, some spots here in the Big 12 where we can get Kansas versus these crappy two teams, Kansas State and TCU, and they've covered these big numbers every single time they've had the opportunity. So, I mean, we're getting edge here. It's a very high-confident play. I would ride with Kansas here. They're hitting their yeah. stride. They put up like 95 the other day, dude. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like they're starting to stride a little bit, you know. Beat OK State by 12. Beat Iowa State by 33 and 14 back to back. So, yep. um, and then just a few weeks ago, they played Kansas State, beat them by 23. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're figuring it out at the right time. So, you know, look out for those Jayhawks. Yeah, I don't care where this game's played. I know Kansas State is home, but like, you look at they the suck. rosters that Bill Self <laughs> can bring in versus a Kansas State roster. It's insane. Um, next game of the day, we got three more, uh, Marquette versus Butler in the big East Butler, two point favorites at home, which is a little interesting to me. But then again, I haven't really kept up with Marquette. They're not very good either this season. They're kind of just that middle of the pack team, mm-hmm. uh, total set at one twenty nine and a half. We're looking at a 67 to 65 Butler win, obviously with rounding, it's a 1.63 difference there. We're getting 0.37 points of edge here on Marquette plus two. That's going to be the pick Sam. What do we got? Uh, Marquette, you know, both teams are kind of struggling a little bit. So um, last time the two teams played a couple weeks ago, uh, Butler won 70 to 63. And, you know, with these these middle-of-the-road Big East games, they're going to be tough. Um, I'm going to go back and forth a lot. It's going to be tight down in the end. But especially with these, these, like, evenly matched teams, I kind of see them splitting the season series. So that that would lead us to a Marquette win tonight or – the very least, you know, maybe a heartbreaking loss to the buzzer. But, yeah, I like, I like Marquette to hang around enough uh, to potentially even win this game. Yeah, I think they can. Butler's not really as good as – I think they are the better I think they are the better team. Marquette? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, let's move on. We have Richmond at VCU. We keep just punching right back into the A-10 every single day. Um, Two-and-a-half point spread. Last night, if I remember correctly, VCU was favored by two. Uh, today, uh, 142 on the total. We're looking at a 77 to 75 VCU win, 2.63 points of edge there. Um, it was a play yesterday at two with 0.63 points of edge. Uh, it's a play still today with 0.13 points of edge. Um, I don't really know kind of what to make of this. I'm personally looking at the over. We're getting almost 10 points of edge there um, on a low 142 total. Richmond likes to push the pace. So does VCU. Um, I think this should be able to go over and both teams to score in the 70s. But the model is looking at a VCU cover at home, and it's a small number versus Richmond, who started off hot, have kind of regressed back to the mean a little bit. Um, model likes it. I mean, I'm willing I'm willing to push forward. I don't really have much to say about the A-10. Yeah, uh, VCU and uh, Richmond, you know, two of the better teams in the A-10. VCU is probably the, uh, the best of the best there. They want to prove that tonight with a big win against uh, Richmond. Um, you know, everyone's big on Richmond after they beat Kentucky, but then it turns out Kentucky just stinks. Yep. Um, so, yeah, VCU at home, two points. I'll take that. They're on a roll, won five in a row, including two against Dayton uh, at URI, you know, against solid teams in their conference. So, um, yeah, let's, let's take the points with, uh, with VCU tonight. And then I do like that overplay as well. I think both teams, you know, they're, they've played – they're playing decent, you know, defense, but that's, you know, I think that's more of a uh, – more of a knock against the conference itself. Like, you know, what part of the teams can't really score that well, but these two can score very efficiently and very quickly. So, um, yeah, I like that over a lot. 
Yeah, I feel like Richmond plays more of a speed game while VCU, like the last couple of years since they found success, kind of have they played like a punchy in the mouth physicality kind of game. Um, so it's going to be like a clash of styles. It's going to be interesting and probably a lot of scoring there. DePaul at Seton Hall. Interesting game. 13 and a half points. It's going to be at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, our home state. Um, 139 and a half on the total. We have a 76 to 73 or 76 to 63. Seton Hall win 13 and a half points there. Margin uh, getting 0.08 points of edge on Seton Hall. Now, I mean, I look at college basketball from a pure college basketball betting lens and living in New Jersey and the way that the regulations are set up. We don't see Seton Hall games. We don't see Rutgers games inside the the book. So I feel like naturally they're just kind of going by the wayside over the course of the season. So I underappreciated how good Seton Hall actually is. And they're, I don't know, they lost Miles Powell. They had an adjustment period. They went through like COVID protocol early in the year. Now they're kind of a team that is hitting their stride. I can compare them to Kansas a little bit. Obviously they're not Kansas's talent, but like in terms of being well-coached and expecting to come around towards the end of the season. I feel like that's really the Seton Hall team this season. Yeah, I totally agree. They're the, they've won three in a row and, you know, against they went at Providence by 17. You know, Providence is, not, is no slouch. You know, they went into UConn, beat them, another good, good UConn team, and they beat Marquette a few days ago. Um, hit this right. And before that, they lost two very close games against uh, Villanova and Creighton, two very good teams in the Big East. And DePaul, um, they lost four in a row. They're starting to show their true colors, kind of getting beat up a little bit too in those four games. So, yeah, um, I do like Seton Hall here. They are, I think, just the better team um, hitting their stride as well. So I know it's a lot of points, but I don't even know. Do I even say that? Or, cause I actually yeah, Seton Hall, um, it's point oh eight points. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Very, very close. Very, very close. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that rounds up all of our picks for today. Um, there's a couple more games going on, some good games. We have UNC picking up a game against Northeastern. That's a 16.5-point spread, 136 on the total. Um, models, I mean, these aren't high-confidence plays. I just want to put out a disclaimer there. Um, we have Northeastern covering by a pretty hefty margin. We have Minnesota, Indiana. We have Duke, Wake Forest. We have South Carolina, Tennessee today. We have South Florida, UCF. You have Syracuse, Louisville, you have Drake, Northern Iowa, um, which I want to touch on because we have Drake by nine. So we have like two and a half points of edge there. Drake's a good team. Uh, they're on the road, though. Model doesn't love it, love it as a play, um, but that's that. Kentucky, Vanderbilt, we got Vandy covering at home. Also not a high confidence play. We have NC State covering on the road at Pittsburgh. Also not a high confidence play but plays nonetheless if you, that's what you uh, like to dabble in. Sam, you got anything extra for today? You got you got anything on Utah State and Boise State? No, but I can run that for you real quick. You know, that's a that's a that's a that's a two of the top teams and I keep forgetting what what conference they're in. Um, is that the Mountain West or what's the spread on that one? The spread is uh I think it's Boise minus one and a half. One and a half? Okay, so we have a seventy-four to sixty-nine Boise State win. It's six it's seventy-three point six to sixty-nine point four. Interesting. Boise State at home. Yep. Yeah, those are two. Those two good teams. Fourteen and five. Utah State at Boise State. Sixteen and four. Utah State started off very slow, if I remember correctly. Maybe not very slow, but they were kind of like hovering around five hundred, maybe below. Yeah, they I know they were good in years past. I just kind of wrote them off as like a mid-major team that's having a lucky year, but it's 
I guess they're, not the case. They're, they're a solid program, like most of the time. They're, they're generally around the top of their conference. Yeah. I'm so, just saying, in terms yeah. of actually being able to make noise in March, they had mm. one year. I forget. It was maybe like two years ago where they made it, and they went pretty – maybe like won a game or two. I don't remember. There's too much to follow in college basketball, which is why we leave <laughs> it up to the computer. Exactly. Um, NHL blog today? Uh, yes, yeah, so I will have uh, – didn't, didn't love the slate yesterday, but there's – I like the slate a lot more today, so should have some picks up later today. Cool. Um, sweet. So that wraps up today's episode of The Cap Rack. It is Wednesday, February 17th. Last night we went 10-0 and on the model. Um, great day. Amazing We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Don't miss today. Uh, we have six picks, seven picks actually, um, across all games, mid-majors. We got Big Ten basketball. We got Big 12 basketball. We got Big, uh, Big East basketball. We got A-10 basketball. Everything. Everything you can wonder. Um, picks in the beginning of the episode. Click the link in the bio. Um, pretty much it. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, and as always, joined by Sam Meehan. We will see you probably tomorrow or whenever we see you. Peace.